Welcome to the WIB podcast from Winter Isabel Bridal with your host myself Jess Ricketts, owner and founder. Join us as we delve into the world of bridal, speaking to industry experts, brides and much more. This is the must listen podcast for any bride-to-be or anyone who loves weddings. Enjoy! Here's the episode. Welcome back. So today we are talking to Kelly from Wild Meadow Floral. Hello, Kel. Hi, Jess. So can you tell everyone a bit about yourself and how you set up Wild Meadow Floral and what exactly do you do? Yeah, no problem at all. So um, I I started Wild Meadow Floral nearly eight years ago now. Um, We started off um, very small. I was working out of a studio in my house. Um, what I did was was really important to me was to use a lot of British grown flowers, flowers that were in season um, and flowers that had a lower carbon footprint. Um, we started off just doing weddings. Um, so we were just events and just weddings. Um, but now we do all aspects of floristry. Um, a bit of a reason for that was actually COVID. So obviously during COVID times, as we all know, all weddings were postponed or cancelled. So um I had to rethink my business plan really and think, right, what can I do with flowers? So we started doing doorstep deliveries. Um, and that kind of was the, the, the place that made our business grow um, and gone on from there. Yeah, I remember uh, when you were in co- when we were in COVID and everyone was using you for doorstep deliveries, weren't they? Yeah, well, you weren't yeah. seeing your mum, your nan, your aunt Flo. So people were sending the posies and they were they were reasonably priced and they were cheering people up when they weren't able to see their family and friends. Such a good so that idea. That kind of was a way of us sort of spreading the word, really. So that was kind of when we realised that we'd outgrown our studio at home, even though we weren't doing weddings. Um, so we moved during COVID. We opened during COVID times in the good sheds in a train carriage. Yeah, um, we were there for two years, um, and then we outgrew there too. <laughs> yeah, you've so, done amazing, uh, and now you're in a bigger space on High Street. Yeah, we've moved to High Street um, in November of last year, 2022. Um, we're in a really big shop. Um, we've got loads of storage. We're on the High Street next, Lynn, uh, Bustling High Street. Now we're next to the butchers. Lots of little independent traders, and it's it's really good. We're really enjoying it. We've got lots of room here to be creative and create big funeral and wedding installations and um, get really creative. Amazing. So when it comes to weddings, what is popular right now? What is the in thing? Um, so there's a few, I'd say. Um, we, we, we see a lot of brides wanting um, a mixture of fresh and dried, which is really, really nice. And it gives a really good appearance. And obviously, you can then keep the dried and, and use them afterwards in your home. Um, we are a classic, which is white and green, very natural. Um, we do do a lot of meadowy style. So that's kind of our unique selling point is because we use as much British grown and seasonal as possible. Um, we can kind of give that meadowy look. So obviously, if you think about flowers growing in the wild when they're not planted, you don't get them in colour blocks. They're very mixed texture, mixed colour, mixed style. So kind of to create that is a wedding then we we need to mix the colors and sort of rather than just having a one color or two color um wedding you sort of mix the colors in and that'll give you the meadowy natural loose look yeah I, I absolutely love your flowers they do look very different to anything else don't they yeah we try and keep it different we try and keep it um country british meadowy um 
although we can obviously do every style if somebody came to us with a, with a different style but that is our kind of our, our speciality amazing so if a, a bride was going to come and see you what would you recommend they yeah. do beforehand what what type of information do they need to come to you with Okay, so it's best if you've got some form of idea. I don't expect you all to be flower specialists and know all the Latin names, because I certainly don't. But what would be good if you've got some imagery from Instagram or Pinterest or just from Google, um, some idea of if there's specific flowers you really don't like, then we can talk about those or something you've seen you like. And even if you come and say, you know, that bushy yellow one that's got petals that looks a bit this shape, we can have a look and I can find what it is. Um, and we can go from there um just some kind of idea um, and then we can sort of eliminate things that you don't want and, and we can look and focus on what you would like and what the look you're going for for your big day is and does it work like wedding dresses where someone comes in with a, a specific idea and then leaves with something totally different or do they tend to stay on the track of what they've come uh... in for that... i'd say if you've got an idea of what you want we can't you know most people go with what they like I have had past brides that have completely changed their minds they've booked with us wanted a certain color palette or style and then I mean COVID had a lot to do with this people's weddings kind of changed size wise or or style wise because the time lapse went on Um, and they've come back and completely changed their their idea of what they'd like but in general I'd say most brides come with some form of idea and 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 you know we we lead from I often ask to see if they've picked their dress already and if they've got an image because you know some flowers won't go with some styles of dress yeah um I ask what the colors are if you've got any colors if, if what your groom's wearing or your or, or what the the venue's like so yeah we, we definitely have a bigger picture not just flowers we need to know a lot more information yeah we have a lot of brides who come in and say I need to get a photo of my dress because my florist needs it um yeah so yeah it, it does play a big part in, in what type of bouquet arrangement you would have Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think size is quite um, a big thing when it comes to the dress, isn't it? What size bouquet yes. can the dress carry? Yes. Yeah. And, and also that the the um, size or the stature of the bride as well. If you've got yeah. a really slight bride who's, who's not particularly tall, you don't want a huge bouquet that's going to take over. Because obviously, although flowers are beautiful and I love them, um, and they want to be brilliant on you and beautiful on your wedding day, you want people to be able to see you as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, depending on what your body shape is, and we're all different shapes and sizes, I would guide you to a certain size bouquet as well. Amazing. So there's so much thought that goes into it that you might not initially yeah. realize yeah yeah, yeah definitely definitely there's a lot more to it than you realize yeah one thing that I'm not very good at knowing about is what flowers are in season when so do you yeah. get people who come in and say that they want peonies for example but they're only out I know they're summer ones aren't they so yeah yeah what you picked time- a really good flower there because peonies peonies are a lot of people love a peony yeah. and they have got a really short growing season i mean if i looked on the flower market now i could probably find them but they'd be extortionately priced and they'd be awful quality so we try and guide our brides to go with the season so yeah peony season i'd say is sort of early may to sort of end of july is the best time for peonies and british peonies are like june um but yeah so spring flowers now so if you were getting married sort of any time from now up until like, the beginning of may I'd say like all the bold flowers like the scented narcissi, ranunculus, which are very peony-like, um, 
the scented um, hyacinths, there's lots of tulips, anemones, you know, there's so many, all the spring blossoms and pussy willow. So that's kind of now. And then moving into summer, which is when we get the biggest influx of British flowers. And we have a lot of Welsh growers as well. So, you know, the flowers could still be in the fields on the Wednesday and you're getting married on Saturday. You can't get fresher. And so a lot of the floaty flowers like delphinium, scented stocks, Later in the summer, you've got your cosmos, your zinnias, um, things like right towards the end of the summer and into autumn. You've got your dahlias, which are really, really popular, big, blousy dahlias. And, and we get dahlias from literally up the road, um, from a farm up the road, so that, you know, they, they, they're so close. And yeah. I can go up and look at them in the field and pick which ones I want for that wedding. Yeah, it's amazing so, how everything's so close by. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we've got we've got so many Welsh growers. We've got two actually within the Vale of Glamorgan. You know, they're that yeah. close. Amazing. And what about bigger installations? So we've seen on Instagram yeah. a lot of large installations um, and centrepieces. Let's talk yeah. about a bit about what you like to do. Um, what are your favourite things to create? Yeah, so we we've are really popular, I'd say, of our installations. The biggest one we do the most is the moon gate which is obviously that's normally at the end of the aisle or behind the top table or it can be moved and you can have it dressed in a different style so you can have it full or you can have it like asymmetric it's a real showstopper you can have it with fresh dried a mixture it's it's beautiful and it is a real showstopper um we've started doing um which we've seen come in in the last sort of 18 months, I say, is um, flower clouds. So that's really good if you've got a marquee wedding because it, it, you've got the heights and you can suspend it from the marquee poles. Um, so that is like a big chicken wire and moss wire, uh, moss um, cloud underneath. And then we put in a lot of flowers and foliage and it gives this illusion of a big flower cloud. They're really popular. Um, I'm getting more and more brides coming with yeah. um, coming with pictures of those. Yeah. Um, staircases in South Wales, we've got a lot of old houses that people use for wedding venues and they've got lovely staircases. So we often dress the staircase at the balustrade, um, give the illusion of flowers growing up the staircase and it's lovely for pictures, photo opportunities. Um, with regards table or oh, milk churns is another one as well if you're having like a farm wedding so places like rose dew uh, milk churns really fit that we're doing a couple of weddings this year where people are lucky enough to be getting married on 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 working farms um and we're doing milk churns for those so we fill a milk churn with like really wild flower really floaty it's really we really enjoy doing those um and then regards to table centers you know you need height if you've got high ceilings places like st donat's car um, you need something high the cubular ones are really popular the metal cubular stands with the display on the top cascading down and then if you were looking at cost you could do a mixture so you could have say you had 10 tables you could have five of the high ones and five lower ones which wouldn't cost as much so you know we work with our brides well up with their budget because we want you to have the wedding you want but we want to be a really realistic with the budget that you've got as well Amazing. So um, are there any specific venues in Wales that you like to do your flowers in? What are your oh. favourites? Oh, gosh, it's really hard to answer that. Um, we like different venues for different reasons. I mean, we do like the farm type venues, the country venues, just because that's our style. Um, Rose Dew, we go to quite a lot. We like Rose Dew. We like St. Donat's Castle because it's so old and beautiful. Yes, yeah, St. Donat's um, Castle. Lodge. 
Sorry, say that again. St. Donna's is absolutely stunning, isn't it? Yeah, stunning St. Yeah. Donna's. Yeah, yeah, we've done quite a few there. It's, it's magical, St. Donna's. Charleston Manor, that's another one we do. It's just down the road. Yeah. Sort of all the... Um, there's so many and we you know and, and we're still going to venues we haven't done before which is lovely and we're, we're going to some further afield venues this summer we're off to um west wales up near munt um we're doing one in um just on the border the other way towards england so yeah carmarthen so yeah we do travel um we're, we're doing a couple in margan park Orangery this year which is new to us um so yeah we you know we, we we're all over Amazing. so any anywhere we'll go <laughs> Fabulous. And with carrying the flowers, so this is something that we talk about in the shop a lot, is to carry yeah. the flowers quite low because we want to still see your waist in the photos and still see yeah. your wedding dress. Um, so Definitely. tell us a bit more about that. So, yeah, so I'd advise to sort of hold them lower so your hand is down by your thighs and the top of the bouquet really is sort of in line with your navel. Um, so you're not, like, blocking out your dress, you're not blocking out your face. Um, some bouquets are large so they can be heavy and luckily when you get married you end up handing them over to your to your um, bridesmaids while you're doing the ceremony um, and then obviously they're posed for photos but as that important moment when everyone first sees you and they look turn around to look at you walking down the aisle although as I said earlier although the flowers are gorgeous and everyone's going to be wowed by them we want them to be wowed by you too <laughs> so don't block yourself out with them hold them nice and low yeah so it's it's about the whole look isn't it thinking about everything on the wedding day yeah not just one exactly. specific thing and it's amazing that exactly. you, you are creating the whole picture for the bride and not just thinking yeah. of the the big flowers yeah, I mean, we talk about how they're having their hair as well and, and sort of the look with the dress and yeah. whether, you know, what the men are looking, going to be looking like, what they're going to be wearing, how formal they're going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, whether you want flowers in your hair or if you're having a veil or um, crystals. Yeah. We talk about the buttonholes and, uh, and we always advise that a buttonhole is like a mini, mini, mini bouquet. So we take elements of the bridal bouquet and put them into a buttonhole so that they all work together amazing and I had a bride on Saturday who wanted a flower crown so that is something yeah. that's quite popular isn't it so tell us a bit more yeah, flower what crown. advice would you give in regards to having a flower crown made so flower crowns we do them for brides and for bridesmaids and very popular are the ones for little flower girls because they're really pretty and they, they look yeah. so cute in pictures even if they only keep them on for the pictures um, so flower crowns, I'd, I'd always advise to go for sturdier flowers because obviously they're not in a water source. I mean, we could use really floaty, delicate flowers, but you don't want them looking really bad in the pictures. It might be okay for like half an hour and then they just don't look right. So, you know, rosebuds are really good. Oringium, wax flower, limonium, you know, um, flowers with like what we'd call a woody stem are better. So just a bit more sturdy. We have made them with peonies as well. Yes, sturdier flowers. Okay, amazing. And if a bride or anyone who needs a flower service, like you said, you do so much more than just weddings, how would they find you? Okay, so we do a lot of our bride's and a lot of our business social media so we've got um instagram um, wild floral and a facebook page um we've also got obviously our our bricks and mortar shop which is on high street number 92 in barry next door to vic hopkins butchers um we we can find us on google um you can call us 
Um, and what we did, we'd advise brides to do is because every bride, every wedding, we don't have standard packages because flowers differ, differ, differ so much. As we'd get you to come in, we'd go to a, one of the local coffee shops, we'd sit down and we'd have dedicated time to go through your flowers for your wedding um, with pictures, discussions. I've got books, I've got photos of past work. You know, we can Google certain flowers and we can go through um, I'll put together a quote and then I'll go away and then I'll itemise it all for you so you know what you're paying for each item so it will work with your budget if you need to cut things out or you've got more money, you can add things in. I'll email that itemised quote over to you and then we we'll go from there then. And how far in advance should people be sorting their flowers? I always say it's one of the first things they should do because I'm guessing yeah. you can only do a few weddings per day. Is that right? Well, yeah, we aim to only do one wedding per weekend, really. Sometimes two if they're, if they're not as big. But if we've got a bigger wedding that's a bit further away, then we obviously want to dedicate our time to that, that wedding couple. Um, so, yeah, as soon as you can. Once you're engaged and you're starting to look, I'd say venue. I say venue, photographer, florist, yeah. you know, and dress. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, it is because I hate, hate turning brides away when they come to us. Yeah. Sometimes you're lucky if it's a midweek wedding, you know, we can fit you in. But we're sort of at the end of all the COVID cancellations and, and um, postponements now. Um, so it's a little bit easier to fit people in. But, yeah, we're, we're virtually fully booked for this year, especially for Saturdays. Uh, and we're taking bookings now for 2025. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. next year's following up nicely and 2025 is open. So, yeah, really yeah. think about booking it. And even if even if you're not quite sure of your style, if you just want to book the dating with us, you can do that. Um, and, and then we can sort of discuss more specifics at a later date. Yeah, it's just about getting you booked, isn't it? Because you've exactly, got such a exactly. specific style. A lot of our brides do use you. Um, it's so unusual so I always say the same order as you venue photography florist dress um yeah and if you do things in that order it's you know you're getting things booked up and sorted Mm -hmm. and you're not left disappointed like you said then exactly exactly it is a bit of a sort of a a roller coaster in a nice way with wedding booking I always say you sort of have a flurry of booking things then a bit of a lull then a bit of a flurry again and different things are done at different times yeah so, yeah but it's all part of the enjoyment of the wedding um it's part of the planning it's all part of the fun and, and the build-up I think yeah amazing it's been amazing speaking to you today um you are oh, our recommended welcome. florist uh, so you. yeah thank you for coming on to our podcast and no um, maybe we'll speak to you a bit further down the line as well so everyone yep. uh, say goodbye to Kelly from Wild Meadow Floral thanks Jen bye. bye thanks so much for listening if you're enjoying our podcast then please leave us a review we are offering a chance to win a £100 gift voucher for those who leave us a 5 star review on Spotify thanks for listening see you next time March is Endometriosis Awareness Month and endometriosis is something that so many of our brides suffer with. So next week we will be talking to one of our past brides, an endometriosis sufferer, about all things planning your wedding with this chronic condition. It's a condition that is so misunderstood and I'm so passionate about raising awareness of it. This is not the first episode that we are going to have on this subject. I am an endometriosis sufferer myself, so I really, really do know how you feel and how 
lots of people don't know how you feel but you're in a safe place here and we'll see you next week to talk about all things endometriosis